Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. It's your host, Chris, here with Ro. Um, actually, you know, we actually, I think we're, you know, movies are back on the table because I, I, we're doing Wrath of Man today, but there's also a bunch of other screeners I got this week. <laughs> um so we got cruella so i don't know did you get that i just i just got the invite for cruella because apparently they would like to do an in-person screening in san diego i mean they want to do an in-person here too but they also gave me the disney plus screener oh i will be i will be sending the please be sending my black ass the digital email i will be i will be sending back that i'm not coming out of my house for you yeah so uh, anyway um and spiral did you get spiral i did not get spiral you better hit up your people, bro. Anyway, so we, we're here. <laughs> sorry, we're, y'all. Yeah, sorry, sorry, y'all. sorry. We, we're here. We're a little giddy. We're a little giddy. A little, little giddy. Uh, we are here to talk about um, Wrath of Man. So, um, yeah. Would you, uh, the Wrath of Man, what is this, this, the, the, the synopsis for this? Um, uh, the plot follows H, a cold and mysterious character working at a cash truck company, responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars around uh, Los Angeles each week. Director is Guy Ritchie. Uh, it stars Jason Statham. It's really, it stars Josh, Jason Statham. That's really all you need to know. Um, <laughs> Josh Hartnett is in it, but uh, Andy Garcia. But like, really, all you really need to know is Jason Statham is in it. Uh, what do you think of this film? Uh, I like this movie. I know what that says about me, but I really like unconflicted heist films that meet up with a, you know, underworld revenge um, agenda. I really do. I really, really do. And I saw the 2004 French film called Cash Truck that this is based on. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Something else. Gotcha. I, I, look, I, I am a big fan of violence for the sake of violence we all know this about me <laughs> but, but there's just something about a story that's built around the very simple idea of what happens if you give a dangerous man something precious to love and then he loses it hmm. yeah that's just me what did you think about this one no I, I no i I, I enjoyed it too. It had a little bit like it to me is one of those Guy Ritchie films where I enjoy a lot of Guy Ritchie films. Um, this was probably maybe a little less over the top. Like the last Guy Ritchie film I saw was probably was it that stupid King Arthur film? No, it was The Gentleman, my dear. Oh, The Gentleman. I was okay with that. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. The Gentleman. So the one before that was a King Arthur film. I was like, oh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But this feels like more along the line, like you said, it feels along the line of The Gentleman. Right, yeah. Where you're like, it, like I don't like. This is your wheelhouse. This is this. These are the type of films that work for Guy Ritchie. They really do. Uh, and and I okay. enjoy it. You right. know, They're, I guess we ultra- can get some of the standard caveats out of the way. Do not come to Guy Ritchie films for deep and involved characters that are women. Oh no, no of course. Just don't. It's no. not what no. he does. I don't know, and I don't think I. I know a lot of people say it's because he has a disdain and a, and a dislike and an inability for complicated, complex women. But I think it's more about the fact that that's not the story and that's not the world that he tells. He kind of lives in this place of the underground, where the characters and the personality types that hang out and dwell there, they don't generally tend to be the kind where he's going to identify or want to subvert some tropes with respect to the women in that world. So I don't right. come to that with that expectation ever. Right. I, I will say that I, I do think the way that Dana is handled in this is probably trash. Yes. Very trash compared to that. And so I, I think that the way he handles Dana in this film 
does not help the argument that he's not really trash with women because no. like compared to compared to the gentleman and things like that like i think that the way that dan is handling there is really like come on dude really you're just well like, this is a backslide for him i thought yeah, the gentleman a, yes. was actually a better way of him at least showing you know the madonna whore complex that he thinks men who live this kind of life have with respect to the women who are in it yes this is and that's where i feel about it. like that's probably my biggest problem is like i feel like that's a, it was a huge backslide and i'm like oh come on dude really because you, you don't waste that actress r- right and that's my thing is like there's so much more that could have been done with this actress the character and things like that and they i feel like it was very very wasted in that respect yeah um yeah so that was a missed yes. opportunity but that also goes to he, he when he does tend to do a remake he doesn't tend to clean up some of the mess that exists in the original version mm, okay. unfortunately and expecting someone who already has this blind spot to clean up a mess that has to do with misogyny not really gonna happen yeah but um yeah so i do i mean but over the top that's that's the big huge i think almost always caveat with respect to richie he almost always builds women according to a madonna whore um ethos in his head and they're never very satisfying even when he gives them really quippy and pithy lines because i love the dana character and was very disappointed that she was underutilized but so Mm -hmm. but uh again this is a underworld grimy kind of tale about a man who's built himself up to be a particular type of man who loses the thing that's most precious to him. Mm-hmm. So, it's not a spoiler. I mean, his, that's his, the trailer. trailer. Yeah, his son died. His son's killed uh, during a robbery. Right. So, but I mean, you know, that's overtly. It's like the twist I thought was an interesting way for them to kind of stay true to the original. Uh, I think they did a better job. I think it's really tight. I know some people feel like if you're going to have a revenge story or in any, in any capacity at all, you have to really invest in the emotional journey of the lead character like he needs to be a protagonist you need to he needs to be a good guy and i think what really worked about this is that it was so painfully obvious that whatever the (laughs) hell was going on behind jason statham's eyes none of it had to do with him being a good guy yeah yeah well even when he ends up there's there's a there's a moment in this film it's actually from the trailer where you see him shoot a bunch of people walk into a room and shoot a bunch of people even in that moment we're like i mean He's a bad guy, but he's doing a good thing, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that moment in there where you, you find him doing the the right, I guess, honorable thing, you know, as a bad guy, but you're right, he's not a good guy. He's not at all. Very much a bad guy. Um up but against other I've, bad guys. I've never <laughs> believed that there's no such thing as honor among thieves. There's mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you have to have more rules if you want to live outside of the norm where you can expect the society's rules and the laws to pick up for you. So I didn't have a problem with his personal code at all. Well, no, and I think but I think that's the thing, you know, is that is that a man has to have a code, right? It's it's like yeah. he he does, he has a very specific code and like that code got broken and um yeah, uh, <laughs> you you get this, and and, and I do like and again. This is where the guy Richie stuff comes in is the way the story unfolds and how you start getting the information. Like you start off with him, you know, uh, joining this, you know, and becoming a, a, an employee at 
this armored car depot and oh the, the, the and and figuring out from there and you and you they start showing you and there's a part where they go back and you go back almost to the beginning of how you got to this point then when they start showing you the information about who the people were that end up killing his son was an interesting twist of how they did that Yes. And how all that I did unfolded. really appreciate that. Yes, I, I did it too. And you start, and then you take it, like, so you, at one point, the way the story unfolds, you get it from multiple points of view. You know, you get it from the, the you, as a matter of fact, the movie opens up with the point of view of the armored car drivers who get robbed. Then you get, uh, at one point, you get uh, Statham's and his son's point of view. Then you get the people that robbed the truck's point of view. Like, you're getting all the different points of view that unfold the story towards the end. I will say I feel like while the end is very, very intense, that firefight is very, very intense. It also felt anticlimactic. It did. And I feel like it did. I, I feel like it. Yeah, I felt like the. And I don't know. And you saw the original. Is the original the same way or did they do handle that better? Like, again, from an intensity point of view in terms of the firefight. Is very intense, but I feel like it yeah. just in the yeah the original the intensity in the original was not quite as well done as quite frankly the way Guy Ritchie manages to pull off these I mean, types he, of like, things. Say whatever you want about it's, Guy Ritchie, he shoots the fuck out of someone. He knows mayhem, y'all. He knows fucking mayhem. He can do mayhem uh, like yeah. a motherfucker. And also the way that they kind of laid out the little pieces because he also knows how to do a unique kind of closed room mystery wrapped in a heist film he does that like so all of the signature moves that are richie like the fade ins the fade outs the cutaways the the non-linear story where everything is kind of presented as its own little vignette with its lead in and its lead out and its time jumps that he actually tells you how long it's been like a lot mm -hmm. of people don't sorry i just watched something else it pissed me off because i <laughs> don't still fucking don't know how long how long time passed but um in the original how things wrap up it's not you don't quite get that sustained underpinning sense of mayhem but you have a better connection to certain things about what's the vigilantism and the balancing out so it felt a little bit more satisfying you don't want in the original yeah in the original yeah. so it, it felt a little bit more satisfying in the original yeah like by the end you, you kind of know what's going to happen at the end and at the same time i'm still like that's still kind of fucking a lot of people fucking died. <laughs> he was like, just like, yeah. Look, like, but again, I am yeah. also the kind of person who's kind of okay if that you really can't point to a good guy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. If if bad, if good people have died, I'm totally okay. If by the end of the movie, everyone I'm okay that I really want to be dead is dead, I'm really kind of okay with that as a solution. Um. I think this kind of plays a little better than some of the way that they did the story because it's not that dissimilar to certain parts of Widows. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I do think some of the way that Richie chooses to tell those types of stories works a little better than some of the techniques that were used in Widows. But some of the, the narrative underpinnings in Widows would have served him well in the third act of this movie. Right, right. I mean, this is, to me, not better than Widows. It's still, uh, it's no. still, it's still, yeah, but still good. I mean, we've seen bad. I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's still kind of almost like it's not really a heist film, but it kind of is a heist film. And um, so you're not going to get something like, oh, what was that one 
with like 50 Cent and all of them in that. What was that fucking film? It wasn't Triple Nine. It was something else. I can't remember. I don't like any of the words you just said. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't remember that fucking. It had uh, Gerard Butler in it. Um, I'm looking it up now. Now I gotta. Oh, the one that was filmed in Pico? Might have been. What was it? Um, Den of Thieves. Wait, they're making a Den of Thieves 2? Uh huh. Wait, didn't he. His character didn't die? Uh uh-uh. uh. The How character did... that was important didn't die. Wait, they're making a Den of Thieves 2? What the fuck, uh-huh. man? What the fuck? Really? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. Is it, it's in pre production? Uh huh. Anyway, <laughs> so it's I didn't not hate Den of Thieves too, but again, I'm I didn't hate it. attached I didn't... to that silly chubby faced black man that's in I, that I, movie. I, so I, I, I didn't hate Den of Thieves either, but it's another one of those films, films that I felt like it was rushing to try to. And this is yeah. not this is not this is not Wrath of Man. Den of Thieves felt like it's trying to, and there's, there's too many films that try to do this. They're trying to knock off Heat, and I'm like, first of all, you're not going to knock off Heat, so stop. So yeah, stop, stop trying. But but right. but but what Den of Thieves did by accident was fall into Richie's. Right, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, and, yeah, it, right. So it, it, hopefully it, right. they watch Wrath of Man and some of the things and the beats that didn't work in right. Den of Thieves one, they get right in Den of Thieves two because now they have a better roadmap. Exactly. But no, I I I really like this movie. I I I I like the whole heist aspect of it. I was a little dissatisfied with when you find out who's responsible for his son's death. Mm-hmm. I was a little dissatisfied with that portion of the story. Um, And I can't say why too much because all of that would be spoiling. And I don't want to spoil that. Right. I, 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 I with you too. I was like, it it feels like, but I I guess maybe that's what they were trying to go for is that it comes out of nowhere. Right. Like you never would have been able to guess it. And you spend so much time for him trying to figure out who was behind it. And when you find out behind it, you're like, Oh, but I'm with you. Like this movie is under two hours. I feel like this is another one of those ones where I was like, I almost feel like at that point, you need to at least give me 15, 20 minutes of going into more into these characters. I need to know more about how they got to this point. Or we needed a little bit less of the patent Richie banter and a little bit more of the show. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. We needed, I yeah. needed to see how they got to this point, not just, you know, pal around and talk about it over some beers. Right. Well, well, yeah, I mean, they gave us a pretty good I don't, I don't want to discount what they do show us of how this team got where they are. But as somebody who probably watches entirely too many crime films mm-hmm. um, and organized crime films at that. Uh, the way they show them navigate themselves to the point of the the what clearly was a big enough job with the risk that it ended up with a civilian getting killed. This boy. Mm hmm. Um, I don't think we got enough how they got to that point, how they got to that point. I also don't think that we got enough um, of the actual dynamic of how that crew worked. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have almost liked to go before we meet them when they're basically saying, well, we got to do this. And I'm like, what? How do we, we don't want you to go back years before then to be like, this is how. This is why they're so tight. There's how they're so close. And that's the part of Den of yeah. Thieves that really actually works. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So you need. You need again. It works for again. This is under. Again, I'm surprised. This is an under two hour film, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, again, just like we had with um, without remorse, is one of those things. You probably could have got a little bit more, right? 
Well, see, you know, I I still, I do not, with the difference of, Without Remorse should have been a series, period. Like they, like they were, they tried to do too damn much in that movie. Uh, It's, it's, that, that's three seasons. They just, they (laughs) stole, they stole three seasons from me. Uh, But Wrath of Man is kind of like a a glimpse. It's, it's clearly, it's not a day in the life because the movie spans at least four months, maybe Mm -hmm. six. Um, but I really feel like the pacing was right. And then the pacing felt really stuttery wrong. And then the pacing ran. And I don't think the movie needed to be longer. I think that, um, he kind of fell into his own formula a little too much. And because if we weren't going to get to see more of the people that actually caused him to have to go on his, you know, path of vengeance, then we needed to see more of the nature of how he's not a bad man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we needed one or the other because we need something to juxtapose against to get that bigger sense of wrongness. Otherwise, it just kind of stays a little too small, revengey, heisty. And I think there was more here to play with. But again, I've started to notice that Guy Ritchie's projects are almost designed now to almost always leave him the opportunity to come back in a way that he didn't do early in his career. And I don't know if I like it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel no. like it makes him cut some shorter cut cut some corners he didn't cut in our in the in the first movies that made me really like him yeah no i i agree and yeah and and i will say the other thing too is like i feel like it also got a little lazy with who the who they were working with because i'm just like right i'm just like oh come on that again there's just so many of these elements in there it's like i could have used a little less exposition and more something else a little bit more showing because it's like when he told him like all right we're just gonna we're just gonna casually drop that i'm like really i was pissed right i'm just like that's what we're doing that's fucking lazy you know i just thought there was so much more they could have done with that and there but but again like you said still a good enjoyable film for me like Mm -hmm. i I put this at a seven for me yeah i'm i'm at a solid seven i clearly can't give it less than without a remorse no, because uh, I had more issues with the pacing and shoving of all the things and without remorse than I do with. Oh, no, no I, I'm with you on that one, too. Absolutely. I, I feel like, like you said this. There's a couple like even if you don't give me more like without remorse, we're like, you know, it need it really did need to be three seasons of this. Right. Because you really put so much into this. This is a pretty good, even pace, even with some of the issues we have from beginning to end. And it's I, I I'm actually told I was talking about how it could have been a longer. I am shocked they got all of it in there in two hours, under yeah, two I, hours. Like I it's, am no it's, longer surprised at what this man can do with uh, in, in, right. in an efficient fashion. I mean, like, and yeah, a, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he has a core group of people that he works with on films. Mm-hmm. That even when you bring in new actors, if you slide into your place. That 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 thing, that chemistry that they have plays. Now, I wish he would grow up a little because some of the, you know, the one liners are just obnoxiously mm-hmm. right. low hanging fruit. Right. 
But there's, and there's, I don't think this is a spoiler since I'm not going to say who says it, but there's just this one moment in there where he ties back to the vignette opening card with the, the, the words on it mm-hmm. that later in the movie, when you see why he called the section that the man who says it, it's just so perfect when he's like bad animals. Bad. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just like, you know, come on, dude. And, and I wish we could say more, but that's one of the things I don't want to spoil because that guy I, I really like that guy. That that's he's one of my he's he's grown on me as an actor in ways that I really really appreciate, and um, you know, oh, a lot a, of it has to do with a show that was on USA yeah. called Burn Notice. Oh but, no, no, um, I was gonna say Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I love Burn Notice. I love this dude. Yeah, I lo- oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of my quiet favorites. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's one of the reasons why I feel like that portion of the service story we got uh, there was a little bit of a disservice done. There were some more obvious moves, and I know that's because he also held a little bit truer to some of the scenarios from the original, mm-hmm. um, which I respect. But I just feel like um, um, I wish he had mixed the team up of who was what a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. Some of the humor in this movie has to do with like the part of the story where he is working for this depot, this, this, this cash armored truck business. And I wish we had gotten some more of those because they were funny. Oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, so look, look, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie that <laughs> I love the fact the way they set this up. And again, not a spoiler about when, when, when H joins the, this, this, this depot oh, and they're man. all just like, oh, tough guy, you're a new guy and all this stuff. Yeah. And then the first time <laughs> he yeah, had to lay that down, they're like, where the fuck did you get this dude from? when y'all realize (laughs) when you get to see the entire scene that's clipped from the trailer yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i actually immediately rewound (laughs) like 70 seconds and i was like i have to see it again yeah Uh, it's just there's just something about it that just speaks it it kind of plays with the complete asinineness of these types of robbery movies mm-hmm. and i was just like and then there's another part in here I, I don't know this is it's not really a spoiler but it's like a random line where he says and um another underutilized character and he's like you know i pay we pay you to move money and he's like you pay me to protect money and when you see the face on the mm-hmm. dude he's like i don't that's not wait wait that's true actually <laughs> right he's he's, like, yeah. yeah and he's like but wait right. Right. <laughs> so yeah i right. just feel like there were some moments that we could have played a little bit more with that we could have gotten a bit of that but i think he actually wanted to keep this movie with this a bit of detachment and like really 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 kind of grimy ass tension build because i really liked what they did with the score sometimes it was a little overdone and obnoxious but for the most part i think it sets a nice pulse under everything but it does undercut the moments where you usually get that signature humor Mm -hmm. this is less funny than what you would get from like you know hell any other movie he's done yeah you know this is definitely way more um because even even the gentleman was 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 was, had his funny moments and and stuff like that. You're like, oh, okay, kind of funny. Yeah, you know, yeah. But I, I am enjoying his turn towards looking at the aging population of the criminal element because mm-hmm. we don't really get a lot of movies that are fun. Like, do you listen to drill music at all? Like UK mm-hmm. drill. 
Do you even know what I'm saying when I say those words? No idea. It's completely different to me. No. Okay. Well, it, it is it is a subset of uh, drill music that comes out. It's really grimy. And like a lot of the people, some of them have to wear full face coverings when they rap because the things that they're talking about are still actionable under the law, criminally speaking. But there's this duo called Pete and Bass. And there are these two old, white, cantankerous dudes. And I'm just like, what are you doing doing drill music? First of all, you're really white. And then they start talking, and I'm just like, what's the statute of limitations? What's the statute of limitations on? Because that sounded like he just talked about murder. Um, uh, I'm like, what's, what's the policy on importing weapons? Because that's a sniper rifle in your video. But, like, you just don't really get stories... There's like a pause between when they're young, up and coming, really hungry, like, you know, building the empire. And then suddenly they go away. And then the next time you see them is like is when they're being challenged for the throne. You never really get these stories about these people who have found their niche and risen to the level of whatever is their criminal or like their 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 dirt, you know, their their evil kink, whatever it is. We don't really get a lot of stories about that guy mm. anymore right. and i can't think of a better person to kind of build a story around that kind of guy than jason statham because i don't know can his face actually fully move simultaneously it's like it's allowed does he have rules against that right <laughs> yeah and 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 the power of the the means by which he can be plain face and burn you with like the wit. Yeah, because I did appreciate his one-liners, you know, small hands. But uh it's just it's like where it was funny, it was perfect. And I just yeah, it's a solid movie. It was it's so fucking bloody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's it's just and it also kind of gave a hat tip to a movie that I didn't think handled any of its themes well, Savages like uh the relationship that the criminal element has to law enforcement to be right. super vague exactly yeah <laughs> <That was, laughs> right it's like yeah, just be yeah. you're like i heard your i heard in your silence where is she going with this yeah. but that's as close as i can get without like they've got all these little tips to these different types of crime movies and you know semi-syndicate stories or crew movies and revenge and i feel like he kind of pokes at them and then kind of says, if you're going to do this, you should really just go ahead and be all in. No playing hokey pokey with this kind of murder thing you do. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably what kind of draws me to Wrath of Man. That yeah, and I really do believe in revenge. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Sometimes revenge is, um, is okay. Um, so, <laughs> all right, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm You're sorry. the wrong. I, I'm the wrong person today. You know, Road knows that we we talked like 30 minutes before this about some other shit I'm dealing with. So I'm the wrong person to be talking about revenge right now. Oh, Everybody is, pray ooh, for Chris. Yeah, yeah and for his continued uh, <sighs> non need of bail. Yeah. So, um, all right, folks, make sure you get subscribed. Movie trailer reviews. We got plenty more coming out on uh, reviews. I gotta text my person about getting a spiral. Uh, we definitely have Corella coming out with some other movies coming out there. 
Ro and I at some point are going to finish them on on NPR Network Premium, and on Look, Premium I we put do have wine in the refrigerator to get cold. I'll finish and, it this weekend. Uh, I guess I'll do the same. Are we um, going to do the Underground Railroad uh, to balance this out? I don't know. I, I will say I've already reviewed other things to balance it out, so I feel like my slate is clean. Um, we, we can look at some other stuff. Plus, I just watch, also just watched the Bad Batch, so I'm 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 a, I'm effectively clean right now. So I'm, I'm well. Good. I need to go watch the second episode of the Bad. I haven't watched the second episode. I, just, I might watch that tonight. Yeah, I I'm, need I'm, to go back and rewatch the. Did you watch the short twenty two short? No. Please do. Okay, I'll do. Just, just funny. It's just it's. 22 mayhem in the pre-life and it trust it's fun it's funny okay, but yeah no um uh i feel that you should talk about the underground railroad with me we'll see we'll see how i feel it's not like them i read the book i know i know it's, it's not i know i know book. i know i know i'm just i don't know i'm just uh we'll see how i feel it's we'll Barry fucking Jenkins. I know it's Barry Jenkins. I, I like Barry Jenkins. We'll see how he feels. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, look, look I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, and I will be outside of my twenty, my two week period tomorrow. Don't make me come out there. Listen, I we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, all right, man. All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>